Switched On on F104 and I'm joined by Dr. Lisa Cunningham. Hello. How are you? How's things? So tell me, what do you specialise in? Uh, so my main background is emergency medicine. Mm-hmm. So I do emergency department and emergency medicine. Um, and I also do pre-hospital work as well. So working in helicopters in the UK. But Excellent. I think being a female um, doctor as well, I have a huge interest in aesthetics. Mm-hmm. So I have done aesthetics for the last number of years. Um, so I'm very, very aware of um, this weight loss trend and the mm-hmm. medications. And I, I first came across it probably about two years ago when I was in the UK um, and I was doing an aesthetic, another part of the aesthetic course over there. Mm-hmm. Um, I was doing a profile actually. And one of the guys that I normally go to in the courses, he, we were just chatting, having a cup of tea at the side and he said, the next big, big thing now is going to be this weight loss drug. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how we kind of got talking about it. And it's, it's interesting to see because I remember that conversation and then haven't seen everything happen over the last two years. You know, he was so right to predict mm-hmm. that it was going to be a massive explosion of it. But we did speak a good bit about the risks and the benefits of this, mm-hmm. which we'll chat about later on. Yeah, because obviously over TikTok for the past couple of, I think it's months at this point, mm-hmm. Ozempic has been getting fame on TikTok as related to a diet drug, I suppose, or medication. Yeah, and you know, there is really, really good evidence for, so Ozempic is the brand name, so mm-hmm. that's the you know, a Verticomis big pharma brand name that, you know, lots of people will give out to me as a doctor if on Instagram, if I even say a mm. brand name of even Calpol or Neurofil, I get, I get accused of, you know, being a big pharma head, you know, by pro- promoting yeah. medications. If I do anything about antibiotic resistance, again, I get people saying that, you know, I'm a big pharma head. But yes, you have somebody on TikTok that might have thousands and thousands of viewers that is using the brand name of a big pharma to promote their brand and, um, you know, inject themselves with it, which may not be what that drug is actually used for. They, mm-hmm. may, they might not be the best person for it because there is normally terms and conditions that are applied to us that we need to have the best person for this because there's always going to be risks associated with taking medications. So this TikTok trend, which I really only discovered was a trend in the last few days, I cannot get my head around it that the people that are openly advertising prescription medications um, is even being allowed because this is something that would never be allowed. Even as a doctor on Instagram, I'm not allowed to advertise any medications. Or even you would notice in other aspects of aesthetics, there are certain brand names that would never be used for promotion and Botox is one of them. Mm-hmm. So when you have Botox, which is a brand name, it can never be associated with an offer or something like that. You would notice that people say anti-wrinkle injections because the HPRA, the Health Protection Regulation Authorities, will be down enough like a ton of bricks. You can't advertise it. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't promote it because this is a prescription medicine. It would be like having a TikToker or an influencer saying, hi guys, I'm going in today to get my Valium. Come and follow me and see how the prescription goes. But mm-hmm. you don't see that. So I just can't get my head around how people are openly showing this, advertising this um, and, being and are able to. To, being able to get away with it, exactly. Yeah. Where it is such a strict world in medicine, we're not even allowed to have branded pens from any medications anymore um, because they've marketed, because the pharmaceutical companies are not allowed in any way to be influencing us mm-hmm. to prescribe their medications. And sometimes they are the best medications for the patient, mm-hmm. absolutely. But there's no way that we could even use a branded pen in work. Never mind be on TikTok openly 
injecting myself with this branded medication and, you know, yeah, a few thumbs up at the end. It's really scary because this is primarily for diabetics, right? Absolutely. This this is a very specific medication that has a huge amount of evidence behind it that has been many years in the making, specifically for type 2, med- type two diabetics to be able to help them to control their blood sugars that little bit more to be able then to offer a huge amount of health benefits to be when you control your blood sugars because type 2 diabetes can be quite hard to be able to control. Mm -hmm. If you don't control it, you're at a higher risk of getting high blood pressure, heart attacks, etc. So this is a really good medication for type 2 diabetics to be able to help manage their health and also give them a weight loss in between as well, which will help them with their sugars. That's what it was created for. That's what it's for. But yet it is absolutely been used and abused by people that just want to lose the £10 for for a dress for the summer. And it's really wrong as a doctor, as a medical person to see this and go, there's a huge amount of risks that are associated Mm -hmm. with taking medications in general. But for this one, for example, anybody who would be put on it for um, a type 2 diabetic with, it's normally certain criteria like obesity or Mm -hmm. with a medical related illness like hypertension, high blood pressure, etc. You are, you have to be counselled about it because one of the biggest things and if you look at their websites, the big, big flash up about it is that this can cause cancer. They actually openly say this, it could cause thyroid cancer. If you have a family history of thyroid cancer, it is an absolute contraindication to having it. But in rats, what they studied this on, it actually did produce thyroid cancers. So that's one of the biggest things that I'm saying is that this person who's advertising on Zempic on a TikTok is actually advertising a medication that could cause and is known to cause thyroid cancer. And there's a huge amount of other side effects, like there's one called pancreatitis. Pancreatitis is where you can get an inflammation of the pancreas. Mm -hmm. And this is something that can kill people. And I see patients with pancreatitis coming into the emergency department. And the most common causes of pancreatitis actually in Ireland would be gallstones and alcoholism. Mm -hmm. So now you have another risk. And they have a high mortality rate when you have pancreatitis. And again, this is a medication that has been advertised openly by a TikToker or an influencer that can cause pancreatitis, which can cause a high mortality for patients. It's so So, scary. Yeah, because it's tagged like 360 million times. So there's all this false information being given out in regards to it. It's really awful. It's it's really scary. And, you know, when you had... You know, if we're allowed to talk about it with the COVID vaccines over the last few years, mm-hmm. that I would have definitely been of a cohort where I saw where there was a huge amount of devastation and cardiac arrest. I worked in the pre-hospital at that time, pre-vaccines. Mm-hmm. So I saw a huge amount of cardiac arrest from COVID and illnesses with it. Um, and then when the vaccines came in, it was literally just petered off for us. However, there was so much animosity about vaccines and, you know, big farmers, etc., and now I'm going, how the hell is this allowed in relation to somebody on TikTok being allowed to openly show this medication that could, that is known to cause potentially cancer and pancreatitis? So that's just two of the big ones. There's lots mm-hmm. of other side effects to it as well and risks. Um, it, it just it, it baffles me. It really does baffle me. And I suppose that brings us down to the likes of TikTok and social media to not listen to randomers on these apps. No. Absolutely not. We're up. We're always up against battle as medical professionals because, first of all, they say, well, you shouldn't be on social media, you should be doing your day job, etc. But then <laughs> what I love doing is sharing information and evidence-based information to people. However, I feel that that never gets the gravity that it should compared to 
somebody else like a TikToker influencer who mm-hmm. can absolutely just, you know, have lots of other views. And people will gravitate more towards that versus an evidence-based one instead from somebody who may have a little bit more of a background to it. Um, and yeah, it, it is. It's quite scary that you have lots of misinformation, but we've known that for ages of TikTok and social media in general. Mm-hmm. But it's just that this could just grab and grasp so much and just snowball so much to an effect that now there's a shortage of this medication for the patients that actually need it and will benefit from it. Mm-hmm. I saw that Australia are actually looking for laws where they can actually ban information like this being put up on social media like that. I suppose you'd probably be in favour of that too? Oh, absolutely. hundred percent. I would absolutely be in favour for it. I feel it could be controlled a little bit more. Now, that sounds like an awful thing to say, but like it, it could be used in a positive light. So mm-hmm. maybe patients who are actually on a ZEMPIC that are going through it, they are a type 2 diabetic, they meet all the criteria and they can share their journey for it because it is a really good medication to help with all the other lifestyle and health factors that can be helped for patients for that. So that could be used in a positive way, but not in the way that it is unfortunately being used. And like I said, to the detriment of patients that now cannot get it and cannot access it. If someone is looking for proper information regarding, I suppose, any of these medications, where is the best place to go? So the first place in Ireland, without a doubt, is your general practitioner. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I say that is because they are the ones that know you best. They will know, hopefully, your family history in relation to thyroid diseases that might be in it, uh, pancreatitis, etc. They are the Mm -hmm. ones that know you best. Even when I was looking at this over the last few days when we were chatting about this, I just Googled it. You can get it on so many different prescriptions, even from like certain Irish websites where you could go and have a quick consult with somebody for 40 mm-hmm. euros to get it. To me, that that just can't happen. I just feel you're safer in the hands of your GP or general practitioner or the practice that will know you better mm-hmm. and advise you. The other aspect of it is that this will not just be a standalone medication for, pe- for a person. There's a huge amount... Um, of life, lifestyle factors that needs to be spoken about, that needs to be, you know, just chatted through with a health practitioner. Yeah. So this is not a one-stop shop. When people actually stop this medication, they can regain their weight unless they have learned the way to be able to help with their lifestyle factors. Mm-hmm. So if somebody has, you know, some sort of habits that might be have developed for their eating, for their appetites, etc., that has to be targeted while you're on this medication so that when you come off this medication, hopefully, that you'll be able to be on a little bit of more of a level understanding and not be able to just put it all back on again instead. Mm-hmm. It's not just um, something you jump into yourself. No, absolutely no. not. Um, and I was saying to you off air that my husband had the bariatric surgery and I've spoken openly about this with his permission and with him <laughs> as well mm-hmm. uh, about it. Um, he had the bariatric surgery oh, six years ago now. Mm-hmm. Um Bernard would never have smoked or drank at all in his life and um, he had just like he was out six times a week between squash personal uh, trainers uh, Mm -hmm. going running with bags tied to sweat more etc so he was put in a huge amount of effort with it but when he was going for the bariatric surgery there was um, probably about a six month period where he had to have you know uh, ultrasound of his heart done he had to have the Mm -hmm. ultrasound of his stomach done he had to go through a psychological assessment to also be allowed to go and do the bariatric surgery to make sure that his eating habits were not going to be, you know, a barrier for him for the bariatric surgery. So if you had some sort of a a food obsession or or if you had an undiagnosed bulimia or something, that once you go and get the surgery, that is still underlying for you, that you're not actually treating 
what's going on in the background with you. So I thought that was a really good aspect for it. He had it here in Ireland. And yeah. I'm hoping that, you know, there are people that are going abroad for that. Um, that, you know, that sort, you're missing out on those really crucial, critical parts of mm-hmm. the whole part of obesity. So it's not just a one-stop shop for it. There's many different factors that go for somebody who's obese or has the type 2 diabetes as a result of obesity, etc. Uh, type 2 diabetes, sorry. So that's been missed out for somebody if they just log on and grab this as a prescription for 40 euros with a, a doctor online. You're not going to get that same, you know, rounded health perspective no, which it. is what we need we need yeah. holistic health and yeah. you know there's also probably the same TikToker, TikTokers that would mm-hmm. promote this and holistic life and well-being etc mm-hmm. but you're not addressing all the causes that is going to help this person you're just doing a one-stop shop for us and and you know, it's just going to go back on afterwards. The I way. suppose at this point as well, just trying to get a few likes in in the meantime, which is which is yeah, a scary way to do it. Yeah, because now it's a trend, and I suppose it's now, now that something, you know, that people are going to click on to see, mm-hmm. um, yeah, to just get the extra few likes. You're right, of followers. Yeah. So go to your GP if you've any questions. It's the best place to go. Dr. Lisa Cunningham, thank you so much for chatting to us. You're very welcome. Bye.